Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Do you know who named you? When you were born and your family held you in their arms and met you for the first time, they whispered your name, and from that moment on, you and your family were connected together in a way that no one else can ever be. This connection is called a bond. In today's Gospel from St. Matthew, Jesus and the disciples have walked for two days. Jesus wants to get away to a quiet place so that he and the disciples have time to talk in private. And then Jesus says to them, Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answers immediately, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. By saying this, Simon Peter is doing something deep and important. He binds himself to Jesus. When we call each other by name, we are saying, I know you. I know who you are. You are important to me. I like you. I want to be close to you. Calling each other by our name is the first step in growing closer to a deep and special bond. But there is a sad part to knowing each other's names and developing a close bond. Sometimes the bond gets broken. Like when a friend moves away or a grandparent dies, it hurts when the bond gets broken in this way. If it hurts too much, we might decide we don't want to get to know someone for fear of losing them. Like the old lady in today's Sunday story who has outlived all her friends. She is lonely but afraid of making new friends. The heartbreak of losing anyone else is too much. So she gets an idea. Knowing that things with names hurt when they are gone, she decides to name only the things that will never leave her, like her house, her bed, and her car. Then, one day, a puppy arrives at her gate. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. The Old Woman Who Named Things by Cynthia Ryland. Once there was an old woman who loved to name things. She named the old car she drove Betsy. She named the old chair she sat in Fred. She named the old bed she slept in Roxanne. And she named her old house Franklin. Every morning she would get out of Roxanne have a cup of cocoa in Fred, lock up Franklin, and drive out to the post office in Betsy. She always hoped for a letter from someone, but all she ever got was bills. The reason the old woman never got any letters was because she had outlived every single one of her friends. And this worried her. She didn't like the idea of being a lonely old woman without any friends without anyone whom she could call by name. So she began to name things. 
but she named only those things she knew she could never outlive. Her car, Betsy, had more get-up-and-go than anything else around her. Her chair, Fred, had never sagged a day in his life. Not one creak or moan had she heard out of her old bed, Roxanne. And her house, Franklin, had been standing straight for over a hundred years and still didn't look a day past twenty. The old woman never worried about outliving any of them, and her days were happy. One day, when the old woman was out soaping some mud off Betsy, telling her that Franklin wouldn't want to be seen with a car that didn't keep its bumpers a little cleaner, a shy brown puppy came to the old woman's gate. The old woman had not named the gate because two of its hinges had rusted off, and she could tell the gate wasn't long for this world. The shy brown puppy wagged its tail, and it looked a little hungry. The old woman stood beside Betsy and watched the puppy for a while. Hmm, she said. Then she walked back into Franklin, got a chunk of meat from the refrigerator, and came back outside. The old woman gave the meat to the hungry puppy and told it to go home. She told it that Betsy always made puppies sick, and Fred never allowed puppies to sit on him, and Roxanne wasn't wide enough for a puppy and an old woman to fit on, and besides all this, Franklin couldn't tolerate dog hair. So the puppy went away. But the next day, the puppy was back. The old woman was sitting in Fred reading a book on everlasting flowers when she saw the puppy through her window. Go home, she called to the puppy. The puppy wagged its tail when it saw her. Go home, she called again. But the puppy just kept wagging. The old woman noticed that it still looked a little hungry. So she went to her refrigerator she gave the puppy a hunk of cheese and two biscuits. Then she told it to go home. That night, as the old woman plumped up the pillows on Roxanne, she thought about the puppy. It was a very nice puppy, she thought. It was a very pretty puppy, she thought. But it couldn't stay. If it stayed, she would have to give it a name. And it could never last as long as Franklin or Fred or Betsy or Roxanne. She might outlive it, and she didn't want to risk that. She didn't want to outlive any more friends. She would just keep telling it to go home. Every day, the shy brown puppy came to the old woman's gate. Every day, she fed it and told it to go home. Always it went away, and always it came back the next day. This went on for many months. The puppy got bigger and bigger until it wasn't a puppy anymore. It was a dog. And it was still a dog with no name. In all this time, the old woman had gotten a new dresser that she had called Bill, a new wheelbarrow that she had named Francine, and a new concrete pig for her garden that she had named Bud. But the dog she faithfully fed at her gate every day still had no name. If it had no name, the old woman didn't have to worry about outliving it, and she thought herself pretty clever in this. Then one day, 
the shy brown dog did not come to the old woman's house. She sat in Fred and watched the gate all day long, but the dog never came. The old woman felt sad. The next day again, the dog did not come. The old woman drove Betsy around town looking for the dog, but she did not find it. The old woman felt even sadder. The following day, when still the dog did not come, the old woman knew she had to do something. She picked up her telephone and called the dog catcher. Have you caught any shy brown dogs? The old woman asked the dog catcher. We've got a whole kennel full of shy brown dogs, ma'am, said the dog catcher. Was yours wearing a collar with its name on it? No, said the old woman sadly, and she hung up the telephone. The old woman sat and thought about the shy brown dog who had no collar with a name. Wherever it was, no one would know that it was supposed to come to the old woman's gate every day, that she was supposed to feed it and tell it to go home every day, that things were always supposed to be this way. The shy brown dog had no collar and no name, and no one would ever be able to know these things about it. The old woman made a decision. She locked up Franklin and drove Betsy to the dog catcher's kennel. She said to the dog catcher, I've come to find my dog. He asked her what color it was. It's brown, she said. He asked her how old it was. About a year old, she said. Then he asked her what its name was. The old woman thought a moment. She thought of all the old dear friends with names whom she had outlived. She saw their smiling faces and remembered their lovely names, and she thought how lucky she had been to have known these friends. She thought what a lucky old woman she was. My dog's name is Lucky, she told the dog catcher. He led her to a big yard full of white dogs and black dogs and brown dogs. The old woman looked and looked and looked, and finally she saw her own shy brown dog sitting beside the gate. The dog was looking at Betsy parked in the driveway. The old woman called out, Here, Lucky! And at the sound of her voice, the shy brown dog came running. From that day on, Lucky lived with the old woman, and he always came when his name was called. It turned out that Betsy didn't make all dogs sick, and Fred was happy to allow a dog to sit on him. Franklin didn't mind a little dog hair. And every night, Roxanne was sure to make herself plenty wide enough for a shy brown lucky dog and the old woman who named him. The old woman's clever idea didn't work out the way she planned, did it? By not giving the puppy a name, she thinks that a puppy won't become attached, that she won't be bound to the puppy in any way. But her plan didn't work, did it? We don't know if this was what was going on in Simon Peter's mind or not when Jesus asked the disciples, Who do you say that I am? We don't know how deep the bond is between Simon Peter and Jesus until the question is asked. But when Simon Peter answers, You are the Messiah, we realize just how close the bond is between him and Jesus. Simon Peter and Jesus 
have a deep bond. By calling Jesus Messiah, Simon Peter is saying, I am not afraid of what this friendship means. I bind myself to you, Jesus, and no matter what, no matter what happens, I trust that it will be okay. And that is what the old woman finally does too in our Sunday story. Because she is already bound to the puppy, she decides to name him. She decides to risk the heartbreak of losing the puppy, even if she outlives him after all. You have a name, and you are loved and bound to those who first whispered your name. And most of all, you are deeply loved by and bound to God in Christ Jesus, who knew your name even before you were born. Let us pray this beautiful prayer together by Cecil V. Stanford. Christ be with me, Christ within me, Christ behind me, Christ before me, Christ beside me, Christ to win me, Christ to comfort and restore me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ in hearts of all that love me, Christ and mouth of friend and stranger. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.